to 17. Are you here with me? Wow, I'm seeing new faces, wonderful faces. It's a joy to see all of you again. Amen. And I always enjoy talking to the people of God because it shows that God is thinking about you. Amen. Hallelujah. Sandra, we love you so much. Amen. Put your hands together with Sandra. Some of you, you come to church and you go back and nobody even recognizes that you were here. But some people know how to attract attention in the presence of God to take what they want. Amen. I need some crazy folks to understand that when you come to the presence of God, you have to be able to let Jesus know that you were there. How could we forget the woman with the issue of blood when she, her presence, she connected with heaven and said, I want to make my presence be felt. Some people pass away and nobody could remember them because their impact was not felt. But I believe today your presence will be felt in your generation. In the book of Luke chapter 17 verse 1 to 6. The Bible said, then he said unto his disciples, it is impossible that no offenses should come. But woe unto him through whom they do come. It will be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck. And he were thrown into the sea. Than that he should offend one of those little ones. Take heed to yourself. If your brother sin against you, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he sin against you seven times in a day, seven times forgive him. The apostles said unto the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a master seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the root. And be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 12 to 15. Verse 12 to 14, sorry. And I read, and forgive us our trust. Forgive us our debt. As we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Everybody shout amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, neighbor, with this particular one, what you saw is what you reap. It is so profound here that when you hear the way Jesus was talking to the disciples, it makes, it makes sense because he's dealing with, he's coming to the end of his journey and he's trying to make sure that he addresses all loopholes. And the Bible said that he said to his disciples emphatically and clearly, clearly and said, I want you to understand this carefully because there is something your prayer can do, as we said last week, it is impossible 
there were certain things that Jesus said that was impossible and I believe you believe you me it is really impossible and this is one of them amen and we said that forgiveness is so powerful that it's a spiritual weapon we spoke about resentment which has to do with feeling an expression of bitterness indignation at having been treated unfairly and we said that forgiveness brings out our real identity praise the lord its appearance is being um, forgiveness is more powerful because it it reveals your identity uh have you have you ever i have been in church for some time now and i see people come into church and when they are offended their behavior become contradistinctive to what it used to be have you seen some of those folks before uh you were really nice to somebody until you offend them and sometimes it gets so busy and so serious that i find it difficult to understand that husband can hate wife and you know it's so bad that it comes down to a level of nothingness and it was like i ne i never said to you for better for worse praise the lord so forgiveness release and reveals your rare identity it unlock the doors of resentment we said it last week forgiveness does not mean uh, you wouldn't uh, let me let me make this point clear and I'm back on track. Amen. Forgiveness doesn't mean that the person you are forgiving wouldn't give account. I've started this now. Now, when you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean that the person will not give account. I remember many years ago, you know, somebody, if somebody was saying against you or somebody commit an offense that is unlawful, uh, or unlawful, you steal my item and I still can't find it. And if you tell me I was the one who stole your iPhone, I will forgive you, but I will report you to the police. So the consequence is there. The replication David sinned against God when he had an affair with Bathsheba, prayed to God, God forgave him, but the consequence is war. Is there. Forgiveness is the element that defines if we are Christians. So forgiveness is the element, is the is the ingredient in your Christian life that shows that you are a Christian. You can't eat potato stew and there is no potato. You can't prepare a tomato stew and there is no tomato. Because one of the things that shows our identity is our seed of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a seed. Forgiveness manifests when mercy shows up. And I told you last week that mercy means uh is a compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone who it is within one's power to punish or to harm we started by saying uh, forgiveness is this is what it's a spiritual weapon than a physical weapon tell your neighbor it is spiritual now one of the things i want to stress on before We'll have our communion today to be wonderful, to fellowship together. Praise the Lord. The first people who introduced the devil, let me say this, the devil brings offenses among us to segregate us. He brings offenses to, 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 to separate us. The motive or the intention of offense is to help you to separate yourself from God. 
How did I find out? I found that when I went into the Garden of Eden, the most profound person that I find difficult to understand, even though any time offense comes around, somebody finds himself separating. So let's go to Genesis. Praise the Lord. The Bible said that when man offend God, when offense showed up in the midst of Adam and Eve and God, the Bible said that God was offended. Even to the point that he regretted for, see, for creating man. Why? Man, what happened? When offense showed up, man left the garden in the presence of God and went away. So, offense always come in. Anytime somebody offends you and you don't separate, it means the devil has been put to shame. You understand that point? So the purpose of offense is for you to separate yourself from the person. Now, one of the things that was so profound that I found it difficult to understand is Adam and Eve. If there was somebody, some group of people who should be offended by each other, it should be Adam and Eve. Adam was so faithful to God that nothing happened until Eve showed up. But when Eve, when Eve caused Adam to eat the fruit, Adam didn't separate himself from Eve. Did you, did, have you thought about it? If there was somebody to separate from, it should be Adam separating from Eve. Because I did not been Eve, Adam wouldn't have eaten the wall, the fruit. But in spite of the offense among them, Adam, do you know what the life of Eve would have become if Adam had separated? Lucifer was offended by the power, the presence of God, and the Bible said he was sent from heaven down on earth. There was a separation when offense always come up. Look at Judas. Judas was offended. The Bible said that the offense of, of Judas made him get up to betray Jesus. Praise the Lord. So offense is serious matter. Amen. We said, why must we forgive? They said the first one is forgiveness. It's not about right or wrong, or wrong but rather about war. Peace. I'm not going to it. Number two, forgiveness benefits the person forgiving more than the person receiving it. Amen. In Job chapter 42, verse 10, the Bible said that, and the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. When Job forgave his friends, not only did his friend benefit, but the Bible said that he got restoration. I pray that today your forgiveness will restore into your life. I said your forgiveness will restore into your life. Point number three. God said we should forgive. That is why you must forgive. God said we should all. We should forgive. Point number three. The reason why you must forgive, if you hold on to it, you are becoming disobedient to God. Because God said you must forgive. In Luke chapter 17, verse 3 to 6, the Bible uses a word, it says, take heed to yourself. Which means that the discipline you need to forgive is predicated on you, is subjected on you. You must make sure that you, are op you open your eyes to look so clearly that anybody who offends you, offense shouldn't come into your quarters. You must be disciplined enough and allow the word of God. Faith is a, 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 an essential ingredient to forgive. But Jesus said that if you have faith like masters, he wishes that you have enough to forgive. When we talk about forgiveness, it doesn't necessarily mean that faith appreciates and grows. So sometimes just saying to the person, okay, 
let's hold on now i've forgiven you sometimes people rush forgiveness too much because i forgave you now you want to come back on track and eat with me the same way you used to eat with me and dine with me the same way i dine with you and walk with you the same way i used to walk with you sometimes it does the person's faith have not got into that level let him start from somewhere and get somewhere with it praise the lord have you ever have you ever offend somebody and the person say i've forgiven you and he said if you're forgiving me why are you not inviting me to your house again i'm i'm preparing myself preparing myself i'm growing in faith praise the lord if you are forgiving me <laughs> that is why when you see two people who are involved in something that is unacceptable before you forgive it's become something else so forgiveness when somebody wants to forgive you or you are in the process of forgiving somebody, you must understand because it is a command, sometimes we are just listening to God and obeying God. So sometimes allow us to be progressive in our forgiveness. Allow us to be progressive and build on our forgiveness. Praise the Lord. It will come back to normal, but please allow time. God said we should forgive, therefore we must what? forgive. It's a forgive one another. Praise the Lord. So one of the reasons why you must forgive me, your pastor, is because God said, forgive me. The person who said it justify why you must. It is God. Who, this was not said by the disciples for you to say they didn't hear properly. It was said by Jesus himself. He said, it doesn't matter how many times they come, you must forgive the person until the person disappears. Praise the Lord. Let me say something here. I, uh, I, I was listening to Tony Blair. You know, I don't listen to him often, but I happen to listen to him. Praise the Lord. And listening to him when he was, uh, during the time of the European Union, I don't know whether when he used to be there, but I had a statement he made that was so profound. He, he said politics is, you know, you, you know, somebody, you know, when you go to the parliament, you, you just wonder. You know, especially when you see people with different parties and stuff, they're talking. When they finish talking, you think they are, they are making sense. And the other person will talk and you realize that what the other person was saying was nonsense. He made a statement. He said, we politicians, you know, that we say the do, but we don't do the same. And I think that it has really crept itself into the church. The believers, the church is saying the do, but not doing the same. Every Christian knows that it is wrong to hold bitterness in your heart. We know it too good. That we don't do the same. Forgiveness is a command from God. So far as he has said it, we must comply to it. It becomes something that shows that we are with God. That shows that God is with us. Praise the Lord. So I want to plead with you that stop saying the say and begin to do the word. The say. Stop saying just the, the do and do what? do the same. I like it. When I heard it, I said, this man is wise. Praise the Lord. Point number four. Forgiving others help you to receive forgiveness from God. When you check the story carefully in Matthew chapter 6, he said, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. But the verse number 4, 15 also amplifies it more. And it said, if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father also forgive you your trespasses. 
And I want you to understand that when you are with God, because of our imperfection, when you are with God, there is a tendency you will sin against God. And God is saying that, now I understand that I don't need to struggle to pray for forgiveness for a long time. It is not the amount of prayer I pray on forgiveness that will determine whether God will forgive me or not. But it is predicated on my ability to forgive my neighbor. And so you must understand that forgiveness is a requirement for you to receive your forgiveness from God. So if somebody offends you, what the person wants to do is for you to have problem with God. Because with offense, it brings separation. And the only time separation will not show itself up is when there is forgiveness. So when somebody offenses you, it's, it's a sign that the devil wants you to be separated from God. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? So the reason why you must forgive is that you, you, <laughs> you are not perfect. Your sin is waiting for you before God. And God is ready to let it go if you allow your neighbors one go. Amen. Because of time. Point number five. You are already a beneficiary of forgiveness. That is why you must forgive. You've already benefited from forgiveness. So you have to forgive. Because the reason why you must forgive is Matthew chapter 18 verse 25 30. Matthew chapter 18 verse 25 to 30. The Bible said, but as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had. And that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion. Release him and forgive him the debt. But the servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hand on him and took him by the throat, wicked man, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged saying have patience with me and i will pay you all and he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay his debt most of us the reason why we are not forgiven is we have not come to the consciousness that we are already benefiting from forgiveness if you know that you have been, the Bible said the servant should have forgiven his fellow servant because as a result of where he, wherever he is, it is a product of forgiveness that has brought him that far. Anybody who offends you get to know that you came this far by forgiveness. You wouldn't have gotten this far had the Lord not forgiven you. That is why David is one of the profound people who found it so easy to, to worship God. He wanted to let go because when he looked at himself, he said, if it had not been the Lord on my side, where will I be? You are a beneficiary of the word, of the same thing God is asking you to do. Is it, is it too much to ask? Ask your neighbor, is it too much? If it had not been forgiveness, your husband would have divorced you a long time ago. Your wife would have been divorced you a long time ago. Your friend that you have today would have gone away a long time ago. But they forgave you. That is what made room for you. Praise the Lord. 
I'll talk more about this later on when I get to the last part of it. Amen. So you must forgive. Tap your neighbor and say, Now the question is, who must I forgive? Now I want to go straight, you know, in a few steps. I want to, before I want to share some features, I want to talk about four steps to forgive. Four steps. This four step is cyclical, which means it's like, it's like planet. The bus starts from that side and goes back again and going back again. Praise the Lord. It's cyclical. Now, at every point, you can pause and execute. The first step you must, I want to admonish you to do, is that state who you need to forgive and for what. Okay? Now, who do I need to forgive? Who do I need for? Who has become a virus in my life? Anybody who offends you is a virus. And you have to treat it with antivirus. Antivirus is the word of God. Praise the Lord. So the first thing you must do is that, who must I forgive? Why must, what did they do wrong? <laughs> and for your information, there are times <laughs> that you can be so offended by nothing. Have you ever gone to before? And you, you, you go through life and you say, why did I even, why am I not even talking to that brother? No, what did they even actually do? What, what, what did they do? Ah, the person didn't do anything wrong. He just opened the door. He just turned on the light. He didn't know you were in the room. He turned on the light. Now you are picking something strange. And the devil is so strange that he's able to do strange things. I didn't even know you were there. And most often than not, let me tell you something about unforgiveness. Unforgiveness comes in because what the person is looking is not what it is. Haven't you ever find out that, yeah, I've gone through before. Yeah, example, 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 example. Now look at Jesus. He was somewhere, and a woman with an alabaster poured oil on his feet. Now, this woman did it wholeheartedly. It was even expensive for her to spend her money on that perfume. Now, Judas have no cause to shout and scream at this woman. And say, hey, you have wasted, excuse me, is it yours? It has nothing, no cause, if it's, it was mine, and I lavish it on the feet of Jesus. But Peter, Judas, have taken offense. Now, if Judas know the benefit of forgiveness, and he asks himself, somebody like Judas asks himself, what did this woman do wrong? Did she do anything wrong? Was it on your feet, Judas? Maybe you want your feet to stink. Maybe <laughs> you want your feet to stink. So if it was poured on, it is violating the principle of your feet. It was not your foot in the first place. It was that of Jesus. Sometimes you don't know why you fight. Have you, have you ever entered somewhere? I've seen it before. You go somewhere, you meet somebody, and the person just give it to you. 
And he said, excuse me, I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, you've not seen one before. You, are, you just say good morning and leave me alone. It has nothing to do with fault. So the first thing you must do is that you have to what? You must identify what did they do. Even at that point, you will realize that it was... <laughs> find, identifying who you have to forgive is good. But even sometimes, you find a reason why you are fighting with a person and you get to know it was a foolish thing. Praise the Lord. Step two. Acknowledge how you currently feel about the situation. You have to accept it. Acceptance of the way you feel will define the way you approach it. So it is best if these are your honest feelings. Not the nice ones, the polite things. No. When I see you, I feel like disappearing. And you are Superman now. Then you express your willingness at least to be open to the possibility of letting those feelings go. Point number three, step three. State the benefits you will get from forgiving. State the benefit. Praise the Lord. The people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why some people can even fight with their boss. How would you be promoted? And do you know some people can even fight with their pastor? <laughs> some people fight with me. The, and, and, and there should be no cause. The Bible says, for no cause, they envy me. Praise the Lord. Do you also know that when your job is going on, somebody takes offense? Hey, tap your neighbor and ask, are you one of those people? The point I'm driving, listen, I didn't stress so much on the, the listen, those of you who have made yourself, cost, you have customized yourself with offense. And you know how to, you know how to push the buttons of people to make them go through pain. Be careful. I'll, come to, I'll, I'll not talk about you because you know what will happen to you. This will mainly be the opposite of what you are currently feeling. You have to state the benefit. Your sadness and your, I nearly say your moodiness. The way you frown your face, the way your countenance looks so damp and so sad. Listen, happiness will be your portion if you forgive. The way, that is why you put on makeups and still it is not coming out because it is offenses have saturated your heart. What did they even do to you? Praise the Lord. If you put on makeup and it's not coming out the way it should be, check, check, check. Check around and see whether somebody is offending you. Praise the Lord. So you must make sure that you understand the benefit. There are times somebody would, you, are, you have taken offense. Come on. There are better things. Happiness will be your portion. Like you, you will begin to be excited. You will begin to, you will begin to get your sin forgiven. You will begin to receive heavenly blessing. You will begin to receive restoration. Because what the devil wants you to understand is that he wants you to be separated from God. Hey, send your neighbor. Hey, commit for the last point. Commit yourself to forgiveness. 
If there is something you must to, you, you have to master, it's forgiveness. I tell people, it is good to give, but you have to also master receiving. Praise the Lord. So those of you who are becoming, so you, you, are, you, are, you, you think the Bible just talks about giving. There's more blessing in giving than receiving, but you have to learn how to receive. I know somebody, hey, don't dare give her anything. You will regret. You give her a shirt. Give it to your husband. Hey, brother, you remember the shirt you gave to me to give to my husband? That is the only one he's been wearing it. He's been wearing it so good that people ask him, where do you get it from? And we, we don't tell them. He said, he, he said, this is the only one. He has already ironed it. If you learn how to receive, you will receive what? More. Praise the Lord. You must commit to what? Forgiveness. Somebody is always, I get people saying this, and sometimes I also ask myself, why must I be the one to forgive? Because you are the only person who is wise. Anytime somebody comes to you and says, I've forgiven you, get to know you have have been foolish. Because you should have gone first, and the person has come to you. Anytime somebody comes to you and says sorry to you, not because you are wise, not because you are right, but because of peace. Don't think you are wise. No, you are foolish. And you call yourself a Christian. Much more for you to be in the same house and believe that you are Christians. And every time you are the only person who comes to say sorry. Hey. That is why the two of you lie on bed and one will go and eat the other one. I think the one who say forgive, I'm forgiving you will go first. So you have to learn to forgive. I want to meet a brother and a sister. They will, they will, I forgive you. Simultaneously, they will say together. I forgive you. I forgive you. Why was I even fighting with you? Oh, you have no idea. Go and ask. Listen, I will, let me make my case now. Now, the Bible said that Adam and Eve sinned against God. And the Bible said offense came into the garden. They were separated. The devil wanted Adam and Eve to separate. He didn't get that project accomplished. What did he do? He moved on to Cain and what? And Abel. Cain killed Abel. Why? Because of what? Envy. Hey, Cain, what did your brother do to you? Nothing. You were given the opportunity to offer whatever you wanted to sacrifice. And you chose to offer what you sacrificed. And I chose to do what? Sometimes when you do something wrong, it makes people take offense. Sometimes because you are doing what is right, People take offense. Are you the only person? Yes, I'm the only person. I'm going to take communion in a minute. Praise the Lord. The Bible said that Jesus, I got to understand that Jesus, not only was the devil trying to kill him, not only was the devil trying to terminate his objective, his purpose on the mountain when he was tempted, but also the devil finds so many ways to, to put in the element of offense for Jesus to move away from his purpose. How did I find out? I find out that Judas, who was so close to Jesus and betrayed Jesus, was enough ground for 
for Jesus to be offended. Uh, if he had been offended, the purpose of which for which he was born will be violated. Point number one. Point number two. The disciples, uh, the Bible said he told them, he said, this time my soul is in grief. Uh, I am sorrowful in my heart. Jesus has never said that before. But the day he said it to the disciples, he came to meet them sleeping. It was a good grounds for him to be offended. Uh, but he said, I will not allow this little things to exempt me from going into my father and die on the cross. Uh, my Bible said uh, when Jesus was crucified, uh, the Bible said in Matthew chapter 26 verse 67, uh, the Bible said then they spat in his face. Uh, they beat him and others strike him with, with the palm of their hands. Uh, this was enough ground for Jesus to say something he shouldn't have said. Uh, but the Bible said he held on to his chastity. Uh, uh, it looked as if they were right. The Bible said they cane him. It was not, uh, it was not, it was not something they did uh, out of, out of, we didn't mean to. Uh, they put him down on the stone, then strike him with the whip and whipping him day and night, uh, slapping him, spat on him. Uh, it was enough grounds for Jesus to be offended. Uh, anytime you take offense, it means the master separate from you. Uh, but my Bible said in the book of Corinthians chapter 2 first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 7 to 10 it says something I want to share with you then we take our communion it said but we speak of the wisdom of God in mystery the hidden wisdom which God ordained before before the ages for our glory I must say glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they know they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who forgive, for those who love him. But God has revealed it to them through his spirit. Come on, shout through his spirit when the disciples uh, did that against Jesus uh, they didn't actually know what they were doing to Jesus uh, when they crucified Jesus uh, and they started caning him they started lashing him uh, the reason why he didn't say anything is that uh, it was part of the process uh, and God wanted to tell somebody if you want to be a Christian uh, if you just want to be an ordinary person uh, then you will not face this virus of unforgiveness uh, but God said, I should tell you that so far as you have decided to follow him, then offense will never disappear from your life. He wants you to understand that you have to master it because it comes with an ulterior motive to separate you from the presence of God. My Bible said the King Jesus, it was a conscious caning. The Bible said they beat him, they beat him so bad that the Bible even attributed the cane to your healing. It said by his stripes we were healed. And the Bible said the pain didn't cause him to take offense. How many of you are you going through something somebody did that was so painful that you have taken offense? God said I should tell you please do not take offense because the people who did it in Luke chapter 23 verse 34 the Bible said Jesus said what you should say now. The Bible said Jesus said he said Father 
Father, forgive them for they know not of what they are doing because they have been allowed by the devil. They have allowed themselves to be intoxicated by Jesus. But the Bible said Jesus said, even though it looks as if they know what they are doing, because they don't know that what they are doing is crippling them, because what they are doing is encamping and slavering them. But I know what they are going through. That is why I am crying to you, Abba Father. I say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. A precious one hearing the sound of my voice. Your next door neighbor, your brother, your sister, who is always offending you, they do not know the benefit they will benefit from. Are they not offended you? I am here to tell somebody that they don't know. They don't know. Tell your neighbor you don't know. That is why you step on my toes. I want you to understand. The Bible said, he said, Father, forgive them. Because what they are doing is against them than against me. But I will not allow myself to be affected by this. But I want to pray for them today. He said, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they are doing. If you say this to somebody with a physical canal mind, he will tell you they really knew what they were doing. When they came you and came you and can you when the strife was so painful when they put your cloth and they put your garment down and they started making lot they started casting lot on it jesus said they do not know they do not know for the fact that you see that is mean you the fact that you look doesn't mean you see my bible said jesus said it's a father forgive them the reason why your wives offend you the reason why your brother offends you the reason why your work colleagues offends you he doesn't know that you carry the solution to their problem if i didn't know they would have done that but you yourself you know that you are not wrestling against flesh and blood but against principalities forgiveness is a prerequisite of the believer to understand it doesn't matter whether it was done once or whether it was done twice because God said forgive it becomes a mandate I walk through the Bible said Moses got to the bank of the sea and he saw the Egyptians coming and the Bible said he turned back and he was troubled by it but my bible said he heard the voice of God that said let them go he said let them move forward tap your neighbor and say just forgive my Bible said there was nothing there to walk towards. It shows as if it was dead. But because God said it, immediately they took a step. A door opened for them. I prophesy upon your life that your forgiveness will open a door you couldn't have seen. Had you not had listened to God. I am here to tell somebody, do not be fooled by the way they are smiling. Deep down within them, they are not happy. They are not excited. They are killing themselves softly but I know my God and I want to say to my God Father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing maybe they took away your wife maybe they took away your husband but you must tell them that they do not know what they are doing because he pulls down the first to establish the second had did not be forgiveness God wouldn't have shown up I am here to tell somebody when the brothers of Job 
Joseph. They were thinking about their offense. He said, you meant it from evil. But I just want to thank you. I have no cause to hold on because my forgiveness is carrying my door opening. I prophesy upon your life that a door is opening for you. Your forgiveness is opening a door in the name of Jesus. Don't be fooled. You look as if you are stupid. You look as if you look as if you, you, you don't really think properly. But because God said it, uh, I want to please my God. I don't want to listen to anybody but my God. He said I should forgive. If you step on me once, I will find sometimes I can't easily forgive instantly. I can't forgive immediately. I sometimes go think about it and bounce back and say, I will not let it go. I will forgive you. text message tonight that I want to forgive you there is a better side of us that have been taken by this offense there is a better place for us our offense our hatred against each other will not make good all for us will not give us a pleasant future I want you to pray and say father strengthen me to forgive come on begin to pray for your neighbor come on begin to pray for your neighbor Give us the faith that we need to forgive our neighbors. Father, we thank you. As we step into a new week, Father, may we engage heaven. May we have an encounter that will change our life, that will transform our generation. We give a glory, O oh God. Father, fulfill your word in our life. Accomplish your purpose in our life. That at the end of the day, we will find a reason to say thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Shall we share the grace? May the grace of